Welcome to the New School Podcast with your hosts, Carly Baum and Aveline Brunsma. At New School, we are empowering parents, educating at home in the new normal. Whatever configuration of education you landed on for your children this year, we are confident some component is going to include educating in the home environment. That's where we come in. We are here to encourage and support you with proven home education techniques, empowering mindset advice, and an overall positive conversation on how supplementing your children's education at home can lead to exceptional outcomes, both educationally and within your relationships. Thank you for being here. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hi, Aveline. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Thanks for asking. Hey, I was wondering if you're looking forward to this episode. I sure am. I really resonate with today's topic. I think in some ways it definitely applies to why me and my family are homeschooling this year. I know countless other families who can relate. Actually, before we start, I'll give a quick intro so we can, so our listeners can better understand what we'll be discussing. Up until now, our podcast has been focused on fresh and empowering content for parents, educating at home in their new normals. We've tried to leave the pandemic out of it because we're all getting enough of that through the news. I'm sure everyone can agree on that. Uh, But that said, the pandemic is the reason why so many are choosing the route of homeschool this year. So today we're going to talk all about that. Specifically, we're going to go over some helpful advice for anyone new to homeschool because the pandemic caused them to adjust their typical approach to school. So these are people who are homeschooling solely because of the pandemic as in they had every intention of sending their child or children to school as usual until something about the pandemic or the response to the pandemic caused them to choose homeschool instead. It's highly likely most of them at this point do not intend to continue homeschooling once the pandemic is under control and school life can go back to (laughs) normal-ish. We don't know what normal is. And uh, basically, we're speaking about parents, right, and students who intend to go back to school as soon as things calm down. Uh, The title of this episode is One and Done, as in one year of homeschool as the fix to the chaos of this year with the intention to return to school as soon as possible. But with every episode, of course, everyone is welcome to listen in because what we're discussing will absolutely benefit someone considering homeschool for the long term as well. So now that our listeners know what to expect from this episode, and I'm going to be eagerly listening and talking along because I really fall into this category in some ways, Aveline, I'd love to throw it over to you to chat a bit about the ways this global event has thrust nearly every family, it feels like, on the planet into homeschooling in some capacity this year. It's like this lesser known way of schooling has really taken center stage rather quickly, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. I I like what you said there, Carly. It's... um... And we are definitely addressing, uh, through this podcast, addressing the people that really feel like this was thrust upon them. And um, it resonates so much so that um, it, it was such an unknown thing. But now when you see the word homeschool, it's almost like it's a regular word in the English vocabulary now. Before that, it was, you know, it was more of a peripheral thing that people chose to do. Mm-hmm. So I want to get into... Uh, homeschool as a necessity rather than perhaps homeschool being a choice and just get into a few thoughts about it and how maybe we can transition our thoughts a bit to um, look at it perhaps a little bit differently and perhaps get into a space where we can do it and do it well even though it's been thrust upon us. 
So uh, one thing is for sure, our present worldwide health situation has forced a lot of families into homeschool for a period of time or, um, or periods of times, because some kids are going to be coming in and out of school because of uh, different reasons within different school systems. Um, I mean, think about it. Do you, do you remember back in March when everybody was sent home, the whole system shut down and all kids had to go home for the remainder of the school year? Yes. It was the, yeah, it was the biggest pivot for families, for teachers, for school systems. It was, it was just unheard of. Absolutely. And, and, yeah, and in my lifetime as a teacher, I've never had anything like that happen. So mm-hmm. our hope is that just like we are all finding new ways to continue experiencing joy and and contentment in our lives, regardless of this new normal, of this pandemic world, that homeschool protocols that we talk about today can be healthy and necessary to help each other and, and provide educational and, and at the same time provide really exceptional educational results. Because I think that's one of those things that the parents are concerned about, students are concerned about, is are we going to be able to keep the levels of education at a level that is not only acceptable, but that will reach into the next school year very well? Yes. Yeah. So for, for whatever period of time you as a parent are homeschooling, I believe, I'm sure you believe that too, Cardi, that we, we, that educational and family success can still be achieved. And um, instead, here's the, here's the one thing I want to say before I pass it back on to you, Carly, is instead of the idea of homeschool as a necessary evil, and this is a real shift in mental ascent, Mm-hmm. is instead of it being a necessary evil, let's move homeschool into the arena of an opportunity. So quote, unquote, an opportunity rather than a necessary evil. And that through moving it into a position as an opportunity, uh, we can use homeschool to create room for each other. Um, we can use homeschool to find peace in the middle of a difficult time. That that homeschool reality is not a forced upon or thrust upon us in our brains anymore, but we move ourselves into a, a mindset that says, you know what, this is an opportunity. How can I make the best of it? Absolutely. I love that. And I think that's one of the reasons why we launched new school is to empower parents educating at home in the new normal. And that's such yeah. a huge part of the empowerment part of the equation is that if we can reframe our mindset towards this, especially if anybody feels like it was thrust upon them, like they didn't have a choice, like they had to take this path, but they ordinarily wouldn't choose it. I completely agree with you moving away from, oh, we have to survive this because of the pandemic, this change mm-hmm. we weren't planning on. In, and in, so getting away from that necessary evil and instead saying, is there a way we can thrive doing this? We didn't right. expect it. But can we Mm -hmm. even just be open to the idea of changing our mindset towards seeing this as an opportunity we were not expecting? I I agree with you. It's going to help us create room for one another and it's going to help us carve out some peace in the middle of a difficult time. I really agree with you on that. And I think that shift in mindset, basically that is the the real deep premise of this episode is that we got to look at our mindset right now, despite all the noise of the world going on and do everything we can right now to to shift our perspective, to see how this can serve us and our families. Right, because we, we here we are with children in our homes. Everything's different for them. 
everything's different for the parent. And then with the whole reality of what's going on in society, uh, we want to move away from, you know, thrust upon us. We want to move away from words like fear. We want to move towards words like opportunity and recognize that during the course of this year, even if it's just a year yeah. during the course of this year, how can we make this a, a fully engaged and beautiful experience that we look back on and go, you know what? We did it. We, yeah. we, we made it work for ourselves. And now that's not to eliminate the idea that there's stress because there is stress. Um, I've worked with a few families from March um, until the summer, just, you know, chatting with them and talking through with them and stuff when the whole transition happened. And boy, there was pal palpable stress for sure. Absolutely. And this year has been stressful to a lot of people. We all know that. And we, we can't underestimate how that stress has impacted both of our both our children and ourselves, but because we're the we're the overseeing person, and and of course that we, we do anticipate that there are some students that are listening to this podcast too, and especially high school students, because I know that there's been so much stress on high school students because a variety of things they want to go on to university, they want to get that good education they know that the high school students, the parents and the small children, everybody knows that there's something incredibly different and they can feel a shift in energy in the world and in their homes. So now how do we move that towards something that's more positive and keep that shift of energy from being a downer or a negative thing? Um, the first thing I want to say is remember that you do need to reach out for help if you need help. It, we would be remiss in this podcast to think that everybody's sitting in a happy little zone and everybody can do this without, you know, without too much help. So parents as protectors of your, the environment of your family, if you are struggling dramatically in any way, I just admonish you to, to reach out for help. And um, perhaps you're struggling financially or you may be struggling with time management as you juggle your work responsibility as well as teaching your children, or like many of the events in the world, you may, it may be taking a toll on your mental well-being. And mm -hmm. in all of those circumstances, we need to know that we can and should reach out for help. So I'm just going to talk about a couple of them that I think are quite significant. But um, as an as a individual, you can't do everything. If you're working a job, and you're homeschooling your children, and you've got some financial stress, what I would really admonish you to do is, as a parent, is to be sure to reach out to family, to friends, to the, to the teacher at the school that is supervising your children, to the school itself to get, if you need an overview of what you need to cover, or you don't think the child has enough work, or any of those things, you reach out to the teacher. Uh, to friends, to and, and you can even ask uh, for friends to help with supervision and the teaching of your children. This is, you know, some, some days you just need a break and to bring someone else in, ha have the materials set up really well, but just to bring someone else in that, that can help with that. And make sure, I know we're all being asked to be contained in a certain level of, of a cohort or a bubble, mm -hmm. but pick carefully when you pick that bubble. Are these people that you can help and can help you and, that, and, and sort of share the load? 
Yes. And then uh, this one is more impactful in the sense of societal uh, weakness right now. Don't hesitate if you need food or if you need counseling or even if you need supplies. There's people in your circles that will help. There's even going as far going to a food bank to get food. You cannot study on an empty stomach. Your children cannot study on an empty stomach. You can't function that way. For, or for example, a student that is in an online format and they don't have the appropriate equipment. Talk to the school, talk to the teacher. Um, if I was privy to a fa the fact that someone in my circle didn't have an appropriate computer and I had one sitting in the house doing nothing, you better believe I'm gonna be passing that computer on to that student for the time being while they do their work. And so as a village, and I don't, there again, we don't want to sound trite about that, but as a village in this pandemic, all of us should be willing to do something to help each other and um, to, you know, ease the load for each other. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, what just, do you, go so Carly, why don't you address, is there anything that you were thinking about the, that in particular or, or anything that jumps out of that? No, I think those are really tangible suggestions and it's such a, you know, everybody keeps saying unprecedented, but I don't know what other word to use. It's just a it time. It is unprecedented. Mm -hmm. It's a time unlike anything else. And, so, and we've seen that, you know, even in the early, early parts of the shutdowns in March, you know, where people had to quarantine or self-isolate and coming back from trips and friends and family drop off food to make sure that they've got what they need. Like we're all helping each other in, in, new and different ways because of these new regulations we're living within and this this kind of general societal concern so right. it is a time to roll up our sleeves and to help in the ways that are safe and i love that you've shone a light on that when it comes to education and to anybody presiding over their children's education at home we should not fool ourselves into thinking that we should we are suddenly good at this at the snap of a finger that we can go from the normal we knew and then suddenly be homeschooling again speaking to people directly on this episode who did not would not have chosen this had the pandemic not occurred right and so i love that you outlined some really tangible steps people can take to reach out for help and i know for myself personally i've been so blessed by yourself and by my mother-in-law too, the grandmas have stepped up and helped me so much to balance my workload and homeschooling load and just, you know, motherhood. And so I, you know, speaking from very personal experience, I, I'm doing much better through all of this for the help of my village. And mm -hmm. so I, I, I would definitely encourage anybody listening who needs that right now to do what you said and go through their list, their, their bubble the people within their bubble who can help lift them up at this time. I think that's a really important part of this, whether you're homeschooling for the long term or it's a one and done kind of year for you. You know, we need to lean on one another to the best of our ability. And, and so you, you went over some great tips there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, you know what, um, Carly, I like that too. Even uh, thinking about what you said there about the bubble. And then I know I've had the, 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 deep pleasure of coming out for the last uh, couple of Fridays and, and working with the little girls and homeschooling and you've left the materials for me. But I come out a winner too, because mm -hmm. I get that one-on-one -on -one face to face with the two little girls and the laughter and the cute things that they say. So, so that is the way the village works best. And, um, 
you know, I, there's probably people that don't feel like they have that kind of village, but it, it might be your next door neighbor. You just don't know. Right. So, so I'm going to just move on to a few of few um, rather large items that I'm not going to spend a lot of time on. We have spent an entire podcast on vision, but let me just talk about this because we're talking directly to people that are found themselves not, not necessarily wanting to be in the situation, but this is one of those game changer items that I, I do want to adjust just briefly. Okay. So this is one of my biggest tips for homeschooling, but especially if you're homeschooling specifically to get through this unusual time of the year, and that is to develop a vision statement. I can't speak highly enough about this. This is absolutely a game changing item. It's an exercise that you do. And the reason you do it is to anchor yourself because you, let's pretend you're that boat that's just in the middle of this crazy, crazy waves of water. That's what society looks like right now. But you've got this vision statement that is literally anchoring you so that you don't capsize. So um, I don't want it to sound too dramatic, but sometimes we feel like that, especially mm -hmm. when everything around us seems so weird and so different. So, um, so no matter what type of learning you are doing, refer to the New School podcast on vision and write a statement that will bring this present day and this really highly unusual circumstance into the realm of, and listen to this, this is really significant, into the realm of the planned and into the realm of the phenomenal. So when you write that vision statement and you make that vision statement, your statement for this year, you put it on a sheet of paper, you put your family's picture below it, you put it up on a, a predominant wall and you look at it on the good days and you pat yourself on the back and you look at it on the bad days and you, you pull yourself up by the bootstraps and say, we can do this. Let's move ourselves from the realm of this being thrust at us. And now we're going to move it into that realm of being planned and being phenomenal instead of that forced upon us due to a, due to this type of a disaster. So this requires a, quite a mental and emotional shift. It's not like we can just sit back and hope it happens. We've got to actually write this out and make it happen, but, but is well within the realm of doable. So um, go back to that podcast. I don't want to get into the, all the details of the specifically how to do it, but we've laid it out really clearly. Um, it will strangely, this is, it's hard to know if you've never done one, but it will strangely and implicitly, like in the core of your being, impact the rest of the reality of this school year by you saying, this is what we're going to seek after and do this year in our homeschool. So even though life is tough right now, and this, the, while it's tough, this altruistic, this good, this very personally designed vision statement can be that lighthouse. Again, going back to the boat, your, it's your anchor, it's your lighthouse in turbulent times. And um, uh, you know what? I, I don't think I want to talk any more about that one, Carly. I'll I know you... Yeah, yeah, I want to add that. to that because there's so much that you talk about, about vision and stuff. And I, I would really like it if you'd maybe just dive into it a bit. For sure. I know we've spoken about it before and I will put that vision episode in the podcast notes on this episode here. Oh, good. So oh, people, good. Yeah. People can find it easily, but I could not agree with you more. And I remember you telling me to do this at the beginning of the year and it has just had the most profound impact on us and on our year. It just, it, having vision helps us shift our energy it puts us in control when perhaps the path leading to this point felt out of our hands. 
And it, you know, it reminds me of this quote by Viktor Frankl that I love that says between stimulus and response, there is space in that space lies our power to choose. And within our choice lies our growth and our freedom. And the stimulus leading to this point of homeschool, it was the pandemic. We can put that in the stimulus category, Uh, but we do have a choice as to what our response will be. So, you know, the, the, everything happened in the world, education changed. Well, first of all, education was, you know, shut down in, in person and sent home suddenly. And then now we've all moved into a new school year where school looks very different. So a lot of people chose homeschool or have had to learn, have, have their children learning from home as a result. So that's the stimulus. But beyond that now, we have a choice as to what our response will be. And crafting vision within that space, that space before responding, I really feel is harnessing the power of that moment of choice. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that by choosing consciously to have vision and to operate out of abundance versus lack, so much growth and freedom is possible. And I have experienced that personally in our life because, you know, and I, I don't even know if we've talked about it much on the podcast before, but even though I was homeschooled growing up for a few years, and then, you know, you had your extensive career in homeschool. I also loved going to school, you know, in person. And mm-hmm. we had every intention of sending our eldest daughter to school this year. And then when everything started to shift and I had this familiarity with homeschool and you as this tremendous resource, I just knew homeschool is the right choice for us, right? This year. But yeah. even even still, right? We we are definitely in the category of the people who who chose this as a response. So the the stimulus and now our response. And I can't tell you how that that vision has served as that anchor that has reminded me why we chose this. Mm-hmm. Um, as a result to the stimulus in the world. And it just continues to anchor me and, and ground my actions every day that are so much more peaceful and productive and fruitful. So I just think for anybody who's doing homeschool for a one-year fix, they can still experience tremendous growth and yes, even freedom within that choice mm-hmm. by deciding to craft their own vision. It's like taking the control back from the crazy of the world, right? There's so mm-hmm. much out there that we can't control, but here in our homes where we're here with our children, we do have control over how we're going to approach this year now that we're home with them. And knowing that I think is just fills me with freedom and, and hope and optimism that we can make this year great. I, I agree with you, Carly. Like it's almost like taking that, that heavy thing off that heavy cloak of, oh, I was pushed into this, or I was, I'm being forced to do this, taking that off and saying, okay, wait a minute, let's just regroup here. Yeah. And um, uh, that, that regrouping, that mental shift and saying, yeah, it isn't easy and I need help and I'm getting help from the school, I'm getting help from people, and I'm, I'm learning as I go, you're taking that heaviness off, mm-hmm. and you're actually ascending above it. You're ascending above it by choosing to make a vision statement and saying, I'm going to follow this. I'm going to believe this. I'm going to make this phenomenal. Or at, at, at the very least, I'm going to say, I've got, I've got this, and I'm going to plan this. Completely and, um, agree. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go well, ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> one other thing I was going to say about that res- about the reset, resetting our mindset. There's one other subject I wanted to touch on with that is sure. switching from a perspective of lack 
to abundance. And it's, it's, it's easy in a year like this, like to look around and ache for the way things were, you know, you see people posting about that on social media and I don't blame them. I see it when they say, do you ever look back on pictures from 2019 and wonder if you knew how good you had it, you know, and, and ache, ache for maybe that you didn't know or that you you long for it again. Um, and I, but I think, and you and I are both on this, on this track and this is all what we're all about at new school is as quickly as we can when it comes to homeschooling and in life in general, the faster we can embrace radical acceptance and then tune our frequency towards abundance, the better Mm -hmm. because dwelling in the lack just leads to more longing, you know, and it's very disempowering space to be, but tuning our eyes towards the abundance in this moment, the same moment we could complain is the same moment we could rejoice over something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm the better. So I think, you know, in specific terms, this switch might look like, like for me, for instance, I'm an entrepreneur working full-time at home, got three kids, five and under. And so certainly when we started entertaining the idea of homeschool, I was thinking, how am I going to keep up my workload? You know, like this you're is pulling important. your hair out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't need to pull it out. It was all falling out after, after having oh, yeah, the little guy. <laughs> postpartum hair loss. I'm sure some of our listeners can understand that. Yeah. Journey. yeah the little fringe. <laughs> I'll have to put a picture of my bangs. In yeah. The yeah. Do it. <laughs> but anyway, so I just, yeah, I was like, I was, I was concerned, right. Feeling frustrated a little bit, like knowing that homeschool was a pe- was the most peaceful choice in this moment for us, but also a little worried, right? How am I going to be as productive as I need to be as where I thought I was going to be with the kids in school? And so a switch like that could be like, instead of feeling frustrated indefinitely about that, about how productive I thought I was going to be, seeing this as an opportunity to connect with my children in ways right. I couldn't have or, yeah. or would never have, or choosing to see how the skills we're learning during this time are going to serve us all indefinitely mm-hmm. on their education mm-hmm. journey and me as a mother supporting them. Or the biggest one I've had is from an abundance perspective is being open to being surprised by the new efficiencies I create to produce the work that I want to and need to in the midst of connecting with my children in new and deep ways. So just switching my yeah. mind to say, right, I thought I needed all that time, but maybe I could, could amaze myself. Maybe my kids will amaze me at mm-hmm. how we all kind of pick up this torch and, and, and carry it with an abundance mindset. So um, I just, I feel like when I decided to focus on abundant, the abundance in front of me versus the lack um, right. everything really started to change when it came to my results. So I really encourage everybody listening to, to, to do that. There's really, there's no other option. We can, we can wallow in the lack and the wishing and the longing of what things were like before. But at this point, we all know things are different for now. And we've all got to figure out how we create joy and contentment and abundance within these very moments we have and right. right changing our minds. And I think that's the whole whole topic of this episode is yeah I think it's a reframing Carly like we we just got to reframe our mindset and 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 toward the circumstances and I know on various occasions I won't say too much more now because I think we've really hit this topic but I know walking into many 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 homes over the years and years of supervising homeschools not all families were doing it because they wanted to Right. Lots of families were doing it because it was thrust upon them. Their children weren't doing well in school. Their children were being bullied. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just a variety of things. And my first step always was, how can we reframe this? Mm-hmm. How can we make this work for you? 
why don't we make this a successful year? Um, and, and you know what, I want to assure the parents and, and the students that are listening right now that they can be highly successful and not even skip a beat. It, it, just because your home doesn't mean that your schooling can't be as excellent, stronger, that you can't walk away stronger and more well-equipped for your next uh, educational steps. So this year could be a phenomenal year of growth. Even for high school students that are really feeling it, uh, procedural things, and we'll, we'll probably get into a whole podcast of procedural items that we can help our students with or students can help themselves with. Um, but you know, if we like, if we mindfully approach this year, mm-hmm. and uh, can and can feel that great that growth, regardless of the mental and emotional stress of the pandemic, then we could create a really peaceful haven within which to do that education. So, regardless of what's going on outside of our house, we create that peaceful haven. We add that vision. We add that mindfulness and that reframing that you were talking about. And within the context of that, let's expect not just good things, but phenomenal things. And, um, and, and, you know, it might be one and done. You yeah. know, it might be one and done. And, it, and, you, and you might never go back to homeschooling again, but you, then you'll look back at it and go, wow, we did it. We yeah. not only did it, we thrived. Yes. Yes, yes, absolutely. I know. I completely agree with you. And I think we went into it kind of thinking this was a fix for this year and we would, would see beyond that. And now I'm, I'm leaving it open to be delighted and surprised and see what the path is for our family moving forward. Right. And I agree with you too, that it does not need to be a write-off. It, it, this year could in fact be a springboard forward that surprises and delights families, you know, in ways they couldn't have imagined. And I agree with you too. Maybe you go into more years of homeschool or maybe they go back to school and you all look back on that year and say, wow, we did it. We really took some strange circumstances in the world and we made a peaceful haven in our home where we all excelled and grew. I think that's a wonderful way to go into it. Yeah. 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 Great. You we'll know all, oh, go ahead. You have one more thing to say? Yeah. You know what? I, uh, I know we're going to get into a little bit more of this in, in a procedural podcast, but a lot of the times when, especially when families are now at home and the school is telling the student what it is that they're to do and um, high school students are getting their online courses and everything, the parent feels more like they're they're managing this this big thing but add those delight oriented things sit and read to the kids um add delight oriented things what did you learn today oh why don't we do a project in the kitchen together that's to do with that bring the kids together what did each of you learn today what was the main thrust of what you were learning today so that you're in not only not only are they doing school at home with a teacher supervising them but you're creating this continuity for them Mm -hmm. as a result of you being invested in it, knowing what they're learning, and then adding to it by perhaps reading to them. Or, um, you know, there's lots of different ways that we can create that continuity between the home and the school. Absolutely. And and that gives a depth and richness to your parent-child relationship that you maybe wouldn't have experienced on that level if they hadn't been learning in the home this year. So that's another beautiful part of this, maybe this one and done approach that it's still this one year where you connect in that way through their education, but relationally you benefit. Right. Right. I love it. Well, I think that's awesome. I hope this helps people who are you know, working to, or have chosen homeschool as a fix to the the craziness of 2020. And I hope Mm -hmm. that they feel more peaceful and uplifted for having listened to this.
I do too. Awesome. Well, we'll chat again. We always will. <laughs> Talk to you, you soon. Have, yeah, you have a great evening, Carly. You too. If you liked this episode, you're going to love our digital course, How to Homeschool Peacefully and Productively. With over 25 years of homeschooling expertise, our game-changing digital course will help you stop stressing about homeschooling. Establish a fail-safe rhythm that will get your children the educational outcomes they need. Strengthen instead of strain your family relationships and preserve your sanity this year. If this sounds like the kind of homeschooling fix you're looking for, visit newschool.ca slash course to learn more. We hope this episode empowered you and uplifted you as you continue to define your family's educational journey this year. In this new normal, remember, there isn't one right way. There is simply the way that feels right to you. Whatever journey you're on, we want to thank you for allowing us to be a part of your new school.